0: Let me tell you something, brother. The cream of the crop. But he does it better. What up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Cream of the Crop. It's Big Glyce here with Carlos, the chef, back to work. Thank God. How's it going, Carlos?
1: Good, bro. Good. Right Right on. Back to work. I've been two weeks now. Everything seems to be going 100% here soon. And let's just get this party started.
0: Come on. Right. I mean, just like the state of Florida, wrestling's essential. You got to cook for the people, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the restaurants don't stop, man. I I was, I've been very surprised. You know, we're doing the, as much as you can, social distancing. And we all yeah. wear masks, like the servers, and even the chefs have to wear the masks. But that bar, man, that Friday night was packed. I bet. And then there was like six tornado warnings, I think, or, or, what was it? On Sunday? No, on Saturday, sorry. Yeah. And that house was packed. I got hit with a huge rainstorm right, nice. out, right as I as I was taking out the trash. That was fun.
0: Well, hey, man, COVID-19 ain't going to stop them. What's a tornado? They ain't going to stop yeah. them either. <laughs> Bring on everything. Bring on the apocalypse.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And the hurricane's on the way. Well, oh, yeah. I don't know. Supposedly, there's like uh, – I think there's already been like four – Four names already. It's like yeah. the fastest or like the most hurricanes in the least amount of time in hurricane season. Right. Here we go.
0: Well, funny thing is that here in north central Indiana, we have a tropical thunderstorm coming tomorrow. What oh, yeah? the f- what the hell is that? <laughs> Daddy Daddy actually sent me a, a video it's
1: probably fake as hell, but a video of <laughs> like it seems to be like some spaceships landing
0: or leaving the moon. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, what is this? <laughs> Come on. Dude, I got to hand it. Like some of the movie reviews he's been doing with those weird-ass movies, I wouldn't be surprised if it was from one of those. But
1: Hey, that would, dude, we got
0: the Space Force now, so let's go. Yeah, Come on, right, Independence right. Day. We all, watched, we all watched Independence Day. Let's do it. <laughs> well, at least that, that president knew what he was talking about. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's true. <laughs>
0: But we're not here to talk about the weather, folks. We're here to talk about a pay-per-view that happened yeah. inside of a hockey arena <laughs> in your house. So what was the 25th anniversary? Yeah, something like that. I yeah. love that they brought back the old set.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked the the best entrance was a was a Gargano one where he like walked through the door. That was that was pretty cool actually. That was pretty slick.
0: Yeah, when he put the key in his tights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, go figure. It came back to play later in the match, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. you knew it. You knew it would. Yeah, it would well, be I, a thing.
1: Why? I don't really do. Do you remember any? Any of the? I mean, I was a little young for in the house, so. Well, you know, I know what remember. I? Remember, uh, I I remember like highlights and stuff like that, but I don't remember watching any
0: of them. Well, you've, you have you've know that I've been going back and watching some older pay-per-views with that picture of Hogan I sent you today with that god-awful Sting wig on.
1: What was that?
0: Um, it got ripped off during the match, don't worry. <laughs> um, but I've watched a couple of the In Your Houses, like The Birth of Stone Cold. And um, it was very Shawn Michaels heavy back in the day, too, because him and Bret Hart were the, the two big stars at that time so it really wasn't anything
1: was that um what was
0: his name I'm I'm gonna sound like a retard right now but hey
1: here we go uh when he put that guy through the glass was that in in a pay-per-view or is that just
0: what was that you remember what, what I'm talking about yeah he was in um, Brutus the barber's shop that was that oh, was might've... that in your house or that was just like a regular like raw or something I think that might have been like a Superstars episode back before Raw was even a thing.
1: Oh, okay yeah mm-hmm. so
0: I do remember that pretty pretty clearly because that was during the whole like Ultimate Warrior versus Jake the Snake where he got locked in the snake pit and the viper bit him.
1: okay
0: yeah that's like old school shit right there.
1: that's way before my time.
0: yeah. at least I mean I guess I am young.
1: hey, hey there
0: you go. Yeah. I'm young. Yeah. Woo. We're, all, we're all young at heart, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, hell, we still watch this. So, And we still and we have a podcast about it. Exactly. <laughs> not only do we
1: watch it, but we sit for two hours and we give you predictions and reviews. And Exactly. Hey, always look no here.
0: And the funny thing is I have it on in the background right now from like I'm still watching old school WCW and our namesake just popped up on the screen. And I'm not going to do his voice this week because Tony ain't here to to laugh at it but
1: Go ahead, I'll laugh at it. I can't do it. It's
0: nice to see the macho man on the screen for once.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I but, I, I remember him for a little while. I, I remember his like very few actually watching him, but I I, I definitely do remember him.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I can do your favorite thing and say Go out there and get the WWE Network, because they have all the old pay-per-views that you always wanted to see. (laughs) I know it drives (laughs) you crazy, man. We're getting really good at them, too. (laughs) Exactly. So, voiceover work be damned. I can do it myself. Yeah, I know. This is not pre-recorded. This is actually live. (laughs) Right. Well, pre-recorded when you all listen to it, live as we're reading it right now. (laughs) So but um did you catch any of like the behind the scenes thing with uh, DX during the in your house pay per view? Where they were trying to learn how to use a computer and they're acting like monkeys. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And then he uh what was it, a roll dog hit the TV and the TV
0: like fell. Yeah, he had knocked the sign off.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was
0: that was pretty that that's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean old school DX antics without uh, Billy Gunn and well, if you want to call him Xbox or Six or One Two Three Kid or yeah, whichever well. one I, I call him Xbox just because that's what I call him. back mm hmm. Well, it's funny watching that one of these episodes and calling him Six the whole time, and he's wearing like the old school uh, One Two Three Kid outfit because it was his first year in WCW. And he used to have like a mullet type name was oh
1: that? yeah <laughs> it was like oh yeah a, like party in the Well, what is it well, what's that saying business in the um, front
0: party in the rear <laughs> yeah. yep
1: i remember that yeah oh yeah i definitely remember that i remember him He's the isn't he the only one that was uh yeah he's the only one that was both right uh nwo and uh dx
0: yeah yeah, because he jumped ship back to the WWE as the NWO was falling, and
1: yeah, he jumped out right on time. He's like, "I'm out." Oh,
0: oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to think of it this way too. Like, the NWO was only really popular for two years.
1: Yeah, and I and I was thinking about this. That I was thinking about that this week and like recently. Like, I really don't. I was actually thinking. I was watching some like old school stuff on, on, on the network. Mm-hmm. Like today, when you sent me that picture, and I was like, "All right, let me go turn on the the network and just watch some wrestling." And like, I really remember—I I always thought it was longer. Like yeah. for some reason, to me, NWO was like this like ten-year thing, and it really wasn't. Right. Because <laughs> so much happened in two years, and it was just like a—it was such a big impact to the to to the entertainment, like to to wrestling, the wrestling world. That for sure. It makes it seem like it was a. Uh, this like 10-year thing where it really wasn't it was just like two years of non-stop uh everything <laughs> i mean not just promos but some real bad matches and some historic moments you know Hogan right. going heel which is like probably the biggest heel turn or one of the biggest heel turns of all
0: time yeah uh
1: and like the trash getting thrown at him or shit like that like that's classic
0: well, they're still doing it like months after he did that
1: yeah
0: well it's funny too because tony did bring it up to me when i accidentally misspoke and said that it was in the 96 but it was really or 95 but it was really 96 when the nwo started at bash of the beach dx was founded in 97 so, so a year after yeah, two, yeah. No, maybe a year, after, right? year and a half maybe for xbox there and he was gone I, think yeah, was,
1: of, I, I i don't remember him uh in like the meat of it I don't remember seeing him too much like i I know he was there yeah but I don't remember him being like uh a, a main point of NWRs or like that you know like, uh, i just like remember or
0: yeah I just remember like the founding three and then all of a sudden there was five of them and he was one of them and he always had the six ball on his back so
1: yeah I, I i saw the other day i don't know what i was watching and it was when um the outsiders that, that's what the word national hall yeah they, they were called the outsiders they beat uh what was his name stevie ray and booker t harlem Heat, so, bro- brother yeah yeah and beat him for for the tag belt mm-hmm. i saw the ending of that match and i don't remember that at all. Like,
0: well you want to hear something kind of weird when harlem heat first started their names were kane and cole
1: what? Huh? Why? I don't know. <laughs> okay.
0: A year later, they were Booker T and Stevie Ray, so.
1: They were one of the best tag teams ever.
0: Yeah. It's still the same name. Still Harlem Heat. Still had the same intro song. Dressed the same. Just different names. I don't get it,
1: but. That's why, like, it's pretty interesting. Like, it's been a uh, – they're known as, like, the – group or the faction that destroyed wrestling right and then now you have like the bullet club and you have like aw has two different factions DX and it's it's interesting almost color. three now yeah almost three yeah who's who's gonna be the third one
0: yeah uh, the dark order
1: oh uh, sorry yeah almost three yeah so and it it works so it can work yes yeah. not the way wcW decided to do it
0: Oh, yeah, especially when they had the brand split with NWO and then the Wolfpack. That was a little too much. With Conan? Oh, yeah.
1: I remember Conan a lot. I was a big Conan fan.
0: Well, it's funny, too, because Conan never really was on his own. He was always in some kind of stable with, um, what was the first one called, like the Disciples of Doom or Destru- something of Doom? I,
1: I know what you're talking I don't remember their name, but I, I, I know exactly what you're talking
0: yeah and then he jumped out of that and went into the lwo yeah that's the one i remember and then he went into the nwo red which wore the wolf pack so he's never really stood out so
1: yeah no but he was he was fun as hell to watch
0: oh yeah i mean he's still fun to watch on if you ever watched lucha underground he's on there he's one of the producers but he's on camera Oh, that's badass. I got to check that out then. Yeah, it's, it was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is, but it's pretty fun to watch. I got to
1: check that out. Yeah. that That's the one that uh, – wasn't Rey Mysterio like – he's not the creator of it, but isn't he
0: – No, he was a big it's- contributor though. Like, yeah. that's where he was hiding for so long. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So, But, you know, it's funny. You talk about all the NWO and AEW and all this news came out this week that Hulk Hogan's forever banned from AEW for life.
1: I, it does not surprise me at all, and I'm, I don't know how I feel about that man, because he, he, he made, obviously has made some mistakes, and like Undertaker the other day was saying on a, on, on a podcast, like they interviewed him, I think it was, I, I don't know the name of the podcast, but they interviewed him, he was saying how like, um, there was this like scenario where like Undertaker had to give him the tombstone, yeah, and it was, like, when Undertaker was first starting and then, like, he gives him the tombstone and he's in the back like, Oh, my neck, my back, call my family, I'm dying. You know, like. Right, yep. So, like, uh, it seems to be like there's some, there's definitely something there or like, maybe he wasn't such a nice guy as people uh, think he was. Right. Um, But you never know. You know, like, I've never met the guy. I, I don't like making judgments on people like that. But. He has said some pretty stupid, real stupid things. Yes. Um, that that if that is the truth. You better out the door with him. You know, I I don't. To me, I don't care what he did as Hulk Hogan. I, I um, The person is more important. You know, like Undertaker yeah. is known as a phenom not only because of what he did in the ring, but he's a respected person behind closed doors, and he was always there for the young talent, stuff like that. If you're just a scumbag, that that just wants to make money and build your name, then to me, you're, you're, you're in the business for the wrong reasons.
0: Right. And one of those wrong reasons was suburban commando. That's right. I said it, come fight me. <laughs> you're going to start fights with a lot of people this episode. Hey I, hey, I don't care. Bring it on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I no, don't You can't, you can't talk shit about the, the, the golden boy. and You know, I, it's like, okay. For instance, a lot, like, Going in a little bit off wrestling, but, like, a lot of Dolphins fans are huge Dan Marino fans. I never saw that guy play. So, it's I'm not, like, obsessed with Dan Marino. Like, for me, it's more like Jason Taylor and Zach Thomas, those type of guys. Right. that's when I started watching football. It's not a shot on Damarino. I'm just not this, you know, Dan Marino, which he is the best player to ever play for the Dolphins. But, um, you know, it is what it is. It
0: was, oh, I would I say it's it was, Pete Stoyanovich. Come on, man. Who? It's Stojanovic, the kicker.
1: Oh, come on. No, if that case you're going, then, then <laughs> the best player of all time was uh, uh, Orlando Mare. Yeah. You remember that guy? Barely. That guy made a, I want to say some ridiculous number, like a 70-yard field goal in Denver once, but it wasn't really that. It was more <laughs> like a 61 or 60-yard 60 field goal to win a game in Denver, and it was like the ball was still going. Like he could have kicked it out of the stadium. That's that's how much leg he had. Wow. Yeah. We're
0: yeah. talking like Sebastian Janikowski numbers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, look, Raider joke that doesn't involve sucking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's hard to do, man. Right. I feel I feel their pain because I'm a Dolphin fan. So it's hard to talk about the Dolphins and not be like you're garbage. Right. Don't care about you.
0: But. You know, speaking of garbage, we were going to start talking about this pay-per-view, so.
1: Yeah, the camera angles, the even the I, – I was very surprised. I really, really disliked uh, uh, the Adam Cole-Bellotine Dream match. I thought it was – I guess I understand what they're trying to do, but.
0: They tried to go cinematic uh, uh, again, and they, pulled, they didn't pull it off this time.
1: Yeah, no, I – I guess try and try again, but eventually, if it's not working, you really. And it, especially with a guy like Adam Cole and Dream. Yeah. Those guys. Those those guys probably could have put on the match of the night.
0: I mean, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm. And I'm sorry if I blow your eardrums out here when I say this. I was like, "Mamma mia, that thing <laughs> sucks."
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. He like and even uh even he 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 got a missed call. When um he was setting him up for the for, for the Panamana uh the Panamana Mana
0: Panama
1: sunrise <laughs> the, the Panama sunrise. And then Belti hit him with his move and he was like the Pan and I was like, No, that's the nah. move that just happened right there. <laughs> right. So it was the camera angles were bad. At the end of the Finn the, the Finn batter match where like he he does the guns at him, you know, he points his little his little Kenny Omega, which is, I, don't, I don't know. if he, he did it first, so, like, I guess it's still his thing, but.
0: It's whatever. a Bullet Club thing, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> all it is. I don't,
1: know, I don't know whose thing it is, but he pointed, and then uh and then uh, Damien Priest did the whole arrow thing, and then, like, in the middle of it was awkward because you see Damien put up his arm, and he's, like, he's going to try to shoot him with the arrow, and then the camera cut off. And you're, like, bro, you just cut that guy's, like, glory out real quick. Right. <laughs> So
0: it was really bad overall, for sure.
1: Yeah, it was bad. It's definitely the worst takeover ever.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't understand the whole six woman tag team match to start it off with, especially when you have Shotzi Blackheart come out in that little tank.
1: Yeah, I've actually seen that live, and it's pretty cool. Live.
0: I'm yeah, not gonna
1: lie. yeah, I saw I saw that like live in person. I don't know if it was like one of the first times she did it, but I definitely saw her drive the little tank down. And it's I pretty know. cool, but I, again like the thing is starting to eh, Gargano's working, but like okay, where are we going with this? I think they're there the problem with I think the whole show in general was that there was a lot going on. Like Finn Balor got attacked, right, by Namien Priests. But then they did this whole like promo with like Velveteen Dream and then like Kind of interrupted that build up and mm-hmm. you never really saw it. So, like the Finn Balor, Damien Priest was never built up to what it was supposed to be. at take uh, or in your house. Right. Um, and then the Adam Cole Velveteen Dream. Um... Sorry. The Adam Cole Velveteen Dream thing um, just. It was just a bad match
0: and it, they built it up Yeah, good. It was just I, a bad match. It, it didn't work. The only highlight for me is when he got out of the car dressed as Negan from The Walking Dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is cool
1: and all, but, uh, yeah. it's not, a. Uh, it, uh, it's who cares really, you know? Like, you know. Right.
0: He let in an outdated character come onto the camera in a match that he probably shouldn't have been in anyways with all the scandal he's going through.
1: Yeah, and that's probably why maybe they they don't hand off the belt. Hopefully yeah. it's nothing, but if, if it is true, out the door.
0: Well, I, I thought think. I thought the whole rumor was he was going to win the belt and then Adam Cole was going to Raw or SmackDown. I don't know right. if that's a
1: rumor or not, but uh, I, I hope it becomes true very soon. But then um, – What's what's his name? Uh O'Reilly isn't is doing like filming a movie, so are they gonna move him up without him?
0: I I don't know. That's a good point. But they all all three of them showed up last night, so But Dexter Loomis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that guy? <laughs> you know what kind of threw me when I first saw him come out from under that ring? Really? It worked yeah. on you? I knew that show was no. bad. Well, I no it. I was like, well, he's under the ring for sure. <laughs> That's not what threw me. What threw me was when he popped up and looked at the camera, he looked like Stone Cold Steve Austin.
1: I got to go back and watch that then.
0: Like, if you put so a mustache... So, I guess I was, like, I was looking down
1: at the, the, the nice wings.
0: Yeah. So, I missed him when he came
1: out. <laughs> so
0: good. But if you put a, like, a straight mustache on Steve Austin, and going back to like the WCW days with that weird, stunning Steve haircut... It was like looking in a mirror, man. It was so weird. And then I realized who it was, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's not Steve Austin. That's Dexter. I'm like, Where <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, why would Steve Austin be on the ring at NXT much? I don't know, whatever. He said he was going to come back and do something. I don't know what it was other than just that podcast and the broken skull sessions, but. Well, there's
1: uh Adam Cole. There was rumors last week of Adam Cole maybe going to AEW, or like he was at the meeting. I I never thought it was going to be real. Like it's whatever. One of those things are like people. Are always yeah. Like, oh, well, I don't think that's going to happen. He signed the deal, so right, like deal. So he's staying at AEW. He has no reason to go over there, anyways.
0: And his girlfriend sidelined, anyways.
1: Yeah. So and then I do remember though. See, it seems like the CM Punk. Thing is building a little bit of steam here. I don't know if that's really gonna happen someday, but it definitely seems like it's picking up a little bit of momentum. Yeah, already more than it than it has because people want to see him back anyways. You don't have to build steam Punk coming back.
0: <laughs> oh yeah,
1: there's like he could show up Monday night or tonight, and the crowd would the four people there, not the crowd, but the four people there would <laughs> like absolutely explode, but.
0: Well, I think that they should not waste this on the COVID crowd. They should definitely have this in front of a twenty thousand seat packed arena for them to blow that fucking roof off. Because you know that's going to happen when he when that music hits. Yep, it's, it's going to be like the return of like Ric Flair or return of yep. the Undertaker or whatever. But.
1: Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll see what do you do you think he's coming back with the kill switch engage or he's coming out with the uh, the living cult? Oh, uh, it, it's going to be C O C.
0: Yeah, C O C for sure. That's what he went out on.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I'd love to see the um, kill switch song, but I think that's a little too hardcore for Vince's liking.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. I think.
0: <laughs> Although. It's a great song, but. <laughs> Although Code Orange and whatnot did a pretty good job last night for uh, the intro to that. No, I didn't like it. Eh, it's different, though. I mean, NXT has been different the whole time with, like, getting Slipknot to open. There was the little bit of the, the weird one with Poppy. Which one was that one? Uh, that was a couple – that, was, that was when they had a live crowd because they did the intro for Eero Shirai. Oh, Ooh. okay, yeah. Yeah,
1: they, 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 and aren't, uh, what is it called? Code Orange, right? Yeah. Well, Code Orange is, is the same, same band that does Alistair's entrance.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong saying Killswitch is a little too hardcore for them, but who knows?
1: Yeah, we'll see. Maybe yeah. Killswitch comes out with a new song for him. I don't
0: know. <laughs> right. Oh, well, no,
1: maybe maybe it's maybe he comes out with a whole new gimmick thing. I mean, it it's hard for him to have a different gimmick cause
0: oh no, he has to say the same.
1: He 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 doesn't need a gimmick. He's like same fun.
0: Yeah, it's that's always him. It's like
1: uh, what is it? Uh, fight Rollins fight. You know, you don't. I keep saying it. I, I don't.
0: Oh, I don't Kevin like
1: Owens. The thing, bro. I don't get it. Or not the? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, not not. Rollins. Uh, What what do people say about Rollins? Um,
0: Burn it down.
1: Yeah, the burn it down fighting Rollins or whatever.
0: Yeah. Monday Night Rollins or uh, fighting champion Messiah.
1: He's officially had had like four different things, so like you can call him a bunch of things. Dude. On the Night Messiah.
0: Speaking of which, I saw him and Becky Lynch on a post on Twitter today she looks amazing, dude. Like she look got rid of all of her eye makeup. Yeah. Did, did her hair a little bit differently. She looks phenomenal.
1: Becky Lynch is is the man I will yeah. always be the man.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's
1: gonna be one of the one ooh, ooh, excuse me. One of the, the, the bigger returns if she ever does come back, which I hope she does someday. Oh um, she will. Yeah. So that that's going to be – I'm already looking forward to that pop. That's going to be a huge pop.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I thought the same thing about Ronda Rousey too, but she's not – I don't think she's coming. Although she wasn't it a couple weeks ago, she was at WWE headquarters doing something secretive, and they did not like the fact that somebody – I think it was uh, R-Truth put it up on Twitter because he met her there and accidentally put it up there and didn't didn't <laughs> even know. So – the guy. <laughs> our truth is hilarious <laughs> yep. and please tell me you saw what happened with him and ron gronkowski no i have not oh dude not. so gronk gave up the belt
1: oh wait the, uh oh i did see it it was like he was practicing or something right it was like a football he, he
0: was doing a tiktok video
1: oh there you go yeah i did see it yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: that so, was pretty funny that that's the first funny. time we didn't call him tom brady either <laughs> I guess my Super Bowl prediction is not going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but it's all good. He yeah. got his belt back, though.
1: Good for him. Someone has to have it, right? He's—I mean, he—he he makes it funny. He makes it—he sort of makes it relevant,
0: almost. <laughs> I'm sure pretty Ricky's happy about it too. <laughs> oh shit. Um.
1: But let's see what what was we had that that the tag team, yep, which was mediocre at best.
0: Yeah, and um, Ray Kyan. Team. What that's is Ra- Raquel Gonzalez? Do you know? What do you mean? What is she? She's a monster.
1: Well, of course, she's a mon- she's seven foot five foot four foot four right, and three hundred and fifty like, pounds of muscle. That's like thirteen feet tall, dude. She's
0: huge. <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna do with her, but she's huge. I say let's put her up in the big leagues and see how she handles Naya. Let's start a women's heavyweight division.
1: Oh, I would love for anyone to handle Naya. Yeah, yeah, it would make sense to. Dude, you're you know what? I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna make a call right now. Hold okay, up. I'll be right back. I Me, mean, no. you're down, you're down the street. So get on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that but... is a good idea, actually. Yeah. There's I'm, women out there that can handle it or jump in there.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure she, she, she's not the only real big woman out there in the world. Right. I
0: mean... I've met some. I can real Hell, look at Naya... Or not Naya. Look at uh, Charlotte. Look at uh, Rhea. Charlotte is huge. Yeah. Well, speaking of like, that... She's like huge, though. She's not like right. huge, huge. Well, there's... Uh, one of my coworkers pointed out something today. They might go the Tessa Blanchard route with Charlotte now, and have her start fighting men. Some some of the independent guys are doing that, right? Yeah, like is it Impact that's do has done that? The Impact heavyweight champion is Tessa Blanchard.
1: Maybe. Well, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, but you know, it's wrestling.
0: Well, I can see like the reason why behind or the reason behind it. Is maybe Ric Flair is pushing her to get another title, a different title? Why not go after the men's heavyweight championship or the universal champion?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I, I I think just look, you you don't have to have the belt, and I think that helps build the the whole. You know, like we, we said the other day that there's no um, uh, middle. There's no uh, uh, middle class. Like, there's no... Um, oh, my God. Wow. I <laughs> um, mid-card? Mid-card, yeah. Mid-card. There's no mid-card. So, you just have her have matches with people. You know, like, she doesn't have to be going up for the belt. and It, right. it helps push over a lot of the younger talent. You're like, dude, go ahead. Do the men's thing. I, I'm not against it. I, I just kind of like in, in, in MMA I, I was never until like Ronda Rousey I never really looked at the women because um, yeah I didn't quite enjoy it as much you know?
0: well hell some of them are more talented than the men are from what like, I've seen in MMA yeah
1: yeah in MMA I uh, they're wilds but they're like in control wilds and like when they first started um there was a lot of like bad technique and it was just like two women just going wildly at it. And that's kind of what turned me off about it. Yeah. That there wasn't like the technique and the and the, the years of, you know, like, um, uh, like evolved sport that the men already had. Yeah. So at first I was kind of like, I, I don't know if I enjoy two women just going into a cage and beating each other for no reason. You know, like that, that's the way I saw it, but it's been a few years now and some of those women, I mean, Nunez is a absolute animal. Yeah. Um, and I like call Holmes. You know, like, Ronda was uh, not the beginning of it because she wasn't the first ever women's fighter. No. But she's kind of the one that brought it to, to light and blew it up to where it mm-hmm. is today. But as women have started to fight more and more, dude, they put on some real good fights, and it's clean fights. It's not, like, wild anymore. Now, like... Right. You see, you see the the, the hand glitches and the on the ground and the the angles and the punches and it's it's completely different now. So yeah, big ups to them.
0: Right. I mean, the same can be said for the WWE four, too.
1: Yeah, the the women's division is better than is better than the the men's division sometimes.
0: Right. And if you go back and watch like maybe circa 1998, 1999, when the whole divas thing started, yeah, they, they were did. bad.
1: They, they, but they, they also had um back then. WWE had like um like men and women tag teams.
0: Oh yeah, all the time.
1: Yeah, so it it, it wouldn't be something new for them. It would just be something that they're taking seriously.
0: Well, I mean, they had the mixed tag tournament on Facebook. You remember that a couple years ago?
1: Yeah, which to me was a complete disaster. I didn't like it at all.
0: That's why I was on Facebook. Nobody wanted to watch it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It's true. I just don't like. I, I think there was a rule where like like the, the the man couldn't fight the woman right they couldn't wrestle the the, the woman and then right if one person was tagged the person had to be tagged in it was some weird and it just throws off the match like it's it's not a natural tag no
0: so like
1: if you're gonna do it you have to let men and women wrestle like yep. if you're gonna let them wrestle right part of being a wrestler is you're you're able to take bombs and, and you and you help the other you know like Undertaker doesn't always choke slam everyone. Like sometimes you do see someone like kind of jump up and help them get up in the air like that. Right. Especially the bigger guys. So, like, oh yeah. It's wrestling. Let them do it, as long as it's safe and it's, and 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 the wrestlers are being taken care of. I'm all for it. Yep. Have some fun. It can't
0: get any worse. Exactly. Like. Oh well, it could. They could go back to the uh, HLA matches.
1: Yeah, no. Please no. Did you look I, those no. up? No. I do, you remember what,
0: do you remember what it is? No. The hot lesbian action. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: thank you, <laughs> Eric Bischoff.
1: <laughs> that guy is the worst but the best of all time.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So
1: Yeah, he was he was uh, I enjoyed him, whatever. I, I didn't see it, but like now that like the whole Monday Night War thing came out and you know, like the whole, the truth behind Eric Bischoff and stuff like that, it's kind of like okay, maybe he wasn't dumbass. But,
0: it wasn't all him. It was some Vince Russo too. So he was the worst.
1: Yeah, and uh, so uh, the the camera angles of this show supposedly uh, is the same person doing like the. The, the the main roster. It's not the Champa would be mad if we said the better roster.
0: The uh, ah.
1: main the main, <laughs> the main roster. Um, so I don't know if Vince is starting to put his finger into NXT because he saw SummerSlam and he got absolutely embarrassed. But
0: Right. Well, we'll see. It's still it's still Triple H's show. So. Yep. But it seems to be
1: DX's show now.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> seems like DX is just taking over the whole thing now.
0: <laughs> well, you got Shawn Michaels as one, D- or number two. Triple H is number th- one. I don't know what the hell Road Dogg's doing, but besides growing a fantastic beard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I may, maybe he's working with like, so, like talent. Uh, that, that'd be kind of cool.
0: I think that's what he is doing or he's producing or something.
1: Yeah, let him let, let him write do something.
0: Right. So. What was let, the what,
1: what was the next one? Finn Balor. Damian Finn
0: Balor and Damien Priest. Priest. Yep. That was a decent match. I would say it's close to probably one of the top matches on the whole card. Yeah, it was nothing at all. But yeah,
1: it was definitely. I I I think I rank it third best.
0: Yeah. Um, Ballard just kind of – I had a feeling he was just going to come out and dominate that match. I mean, they're trying to push him still. Thankfully, he came back from Ireland when he did, so he wasn't stuck there and couldn't perform.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, Damian Priest will get his up-and-coming moment soon, but I think he's got to do a little bit more work. He's still a little too new to the company type of type of deal. You, what do
1: you think about Damian Priest going up to the, to the main card?
0: I think he would be great up there. I, just, I think he would get the treatment like all the rest of them have gotten over the last couple of years and just getting forgot about like EC3 or Lars Sullivan or anybody like that. Yeah. But Supposedly
1: uh, um, uh, Kovic, not Kovic. What do you mean?
0: Dijakovic?
1: Yeah, Dijakovic. Is it Dijakovic? Yeah. Uh, is moving up or to the main roster whatever.
0: I mean I wish him the best, but I don't think he'll get utilized very well up there. We'll see.
1: I, I I like that Damian Priest is going going with Finn Balor. I think it's it's good it's really good for Damian Priest. Right. Uh Finn Balor doesn't really need it nor does it does it really matter. Um, and he could take an L against Damian Priest and nothing's gonna happen. Right. No, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um the question is how long do they feud or what they do after that is is a big tell. I think this
0: this might have been a feud ender for them. Yeah, I
1: don't, I, I, I don't think it was built up right, and uh, I think if you gave them another match, you know, like you can do like on a Wednesday night, let them have one more go at it. You know, yeah. If they, and if they they put on a hell of a match and keep the feud going, but if not, it's over. Well, I they can pretty see much it. themselves like they yeah. they didn't let it breathe. Like it, it was never a thing. Like I, I wasn't excited for the for the Damien Priest Finn Balor feud. You know, like oh. it, they didn't really want to talk about it. It kind of like. Eh. Well, I can
0: excited. kind of see them putting Finn up against Adam Cole now. Again, I
1: would love to see that.
0: Yeah, because that was the, supposed to be the angle the whole time, and then this happened.
1: Yeah, because that's and that and and that was the problem was that they. Especially with Finn, the Damian Priest thing, uh, you know, like he, he attacked him and that worked, but like they kept on doing this like Finn Balor and Velveteen Green promo at one point where like mm-hmm. talking about the best champ talking about me type thing. And it's like, okay, so is he fighting the guy that beat him up or is he going to wrestle Velveteen Green? What's going on here? So it was right. kind of like Finn Balor was all over the place. Um, and it wasn't Finn Balor's fault, it's just the writers kept on. Going in left and right and right. they didn't let the feud build. Exactly. So, yeah. You know, like maybe if the feud would have built up, we would see the match in a different uh a different site. You know, like maybe if you're more into the feud, the match looks better. Maybe that's a whole psychological thing that the wrestlers use. Yeah. Which I'm sure it is. Um but for 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 what the feud was or is quote unquote didn't really work, and it wasn't a great match. It wasn't a bad match. There was a pretty bad spot. That whole Damien Priest thing with the with the steps, Oof, the way he landed nah. on that, I I was, I actually got scared for him for a second because he landed like on his lower back, and it was just like, that's a bad spot. I was yeah. A very bad
0: spot. He's probably gonna be sore this morning.
1: Yeah, he probably is.
0: Sore. <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, moving on from that match, it go right into the North American Championship. And probably the match of the night between Gargano and uh, Keith Lee. That's my opinion, at least.
1: I thought the women took the, the, the match of the night. I thought it was a good enough match. Uh, the Keith Lee and Gargano was two, for sure, because Adam Cole was like, again, it was just a disaster. Uh, right. The, I, the Gargano and Keith Lee, there was a few moments in the match where it, it did not look good, and that's why I, I don't think it was the best one. Uh, I did not like the Mia Yim and um, Candice kind of, it wasn't interference, but kind of like showing up. Yeah. I think it, it, it took away from Keith Lee and Gargano. Um, but I guess that's part of their story. So they're 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 gonna keep doing that. I don't think right. it's working. Like I I think a, a feud with Mia Yim and Candice would work, and a feud with Lee and Gargano would work. You don't need to do this whole couple thing. Right. You know it takes away from Candice being healed, I think Gargano doesn't need it because obviously he's golden. Either heel or face, whichever one you put him on, he's gonna be good. Right. People like him. Um. And it takes away from Candice. They're really, really stomping on Candace at this point. I, think.
0: I mean, she, I, I get it. They're trying to do the whole f- uh, family thing with the heels, but she's not really a heel. She doesn't really pull it off very well.
1: She, I think she's doing as good as she can do. I just don't think that the the, the mixture of things is. Like, I don't think it's good writing. Like I don't no. think. I think it's really bad writing. Like just let Candace be Candace. Like if you're gonna let her be heel, let her be heel right just give her give her 100 leeway like stop mixing her in with this whole family thing and eh, it's kind of stupid
0: yep and and for those of you that can hear it real life (laughs) podcasting is going on right now and sorry about the dogs (laughs) um but yeah um one highlight i'll take away from this match when you put gargano through the glass
1: that was, a great, that was a great spot.
0: I, I knew it, it was bound to happen sooner or later. I didn't think it was coming in NXT. But the <laughs> pounce makes sense.
1: Yep. Yep, it was great. Yep. <laughs> a big dude like he, he just threw a mosquito out the window. He went straight to it.
0: <laughs> Bap, gone. <laughs> and the funny thing is, if you, you can watch behind the crowd, you can tell it was set up because there was nobody standing over there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's like all of them knew what was gonna happen, so they were like, all right, I definitely don't want to be here to catch Cargano on this big glass right. or plastic screen coming at me. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, wow. it was it was kind of cool. It, was, it, it it was it was cool to watch. Right. Interesting. I the one the one thing that I really did not like about the match was it seemed like and it's the first time it's really happened to Keith Lee, because he, he usually keeps up with like faster guys than him. Mm -hmm. But it seemed like Gargano was either too fast for him or Gargano didn't slow down enough for him. Right. So there were some times in the match where I'm like, this guy's already running circles around Keith Lee right now. Yeah. Which I I, I didn't necessarily like it. Um, So it was a good match. It was an entertaining match. I I love them both. They could wrestle Wednesday night and I'll watch it again.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, It wasn't any – it wasn't bad.
0: No, not at all. It was definitely, like, the longest match of the night, too. It seemed like it took forever. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you had that
1: whole the interference, Mia Yen shows up. And, yeah. Which I love, Mia Yen. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know what they're going to do with her, but I, I really hope they give her, like, a, a push. and I, I hope they give her, and and this push.
0: Yeah. It's, I love the fact that – well, we'll get to it later. Um, we'll just skip over the backlot brawl because we already kind of talked about it.
1: Yeah, it was bad.
0: Yeah. And go right into Karrion Cross versus Tommaso Ciampa. What do you uh, think, I man?
1: It. I liked it. Uh, it's, it's what I expected. I thought it was it, it was done good enough where they didn't make Ciampa look weak. Right. Um, and that was, the, to me, was the important thing was they had to give. I think everyone knew Karrion Cross was going to win this match. Mm-hmm because right, it's gonna build the feud, and they're building this feud. Like this is a good build-up feud, yeah. Right for like another takeover. Like this is the way you're supposed to build the feud. Now what they did with like Finn Balor and Damian Priest. That's just not working. Carrier and Cross and and Champ is working. Right. Like, I want to see it again. I want to see you know maybe uh you know a uh, not TLC but like no 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 disqualification match something like that. Yeah. So it, they did a very good job of letting Champa beat Champa. He, he takes the L. Karrion Cross looks dominant, and it keeps going. It's, mm-hmm. It was just like a, it's the first time we see them really, and it's the first time we see Karrion Cross actually actually wrestle.
0: Like he's got a few matches on normal NXT television, but I not like
1: matches. I mean. Yeah be he kind of like rock for like five minutes
0: not even <laughs> call it a squash match and let's see Scarlet dance around in the ring a little bit that's what it really was I mean <laughs>
1: yeah
0: but the funny thing is, is I think' I'm, I still call him killer cross to me that's what he is what his name is in my head so the facial expressions that he pulls off in the ring and just like the demeanor about him is like the whole like serial killer aspect he does it so well. Like,
1: it, it it's almost like that's what he is like almost like he's some sort of insane person
0: he might be we never know
1: yeah I guess we'll never really know but,
0: unless he becomes uh, like icon status and he gets his own documentary like all everybody else seems to be getting all of a sudden
1: they're destroying the phenom but whatever that's that we, I could do a whole episode on that yeah they're destroying I, Undertaker right now but whatever
0: I watched episode one and I stopped because I don't want to ruin it
1: I've seen all three of them. I just, it's cool, but it's one of those things that, that it's better not to talk about it. Right. Like, let him, he's the phenom. There's nothing to explain. We all know he's respected behind those doors. He's a respected person. Why are we letting the, you know, or, or whatever his real name
0: is. Mark.
1: Mark. Yeah, Mark. I don't, not that I don't care about Mark. Of course I care about the guy, but like, I care about undertaking right he's not one of those guys where i want to know his personality right i don't right. want to know what he's like behind behind or, or in the locker room i don't care yeah so little by little they're
0: maybe maybe they're, i'm sure there's a reason behind
1: it. i don't know why they're doing it but yeah
0: whatever. money
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I think it, it, it could also be like if you really want to think about it like that, like maybe there it's he's such a big, uh, such a big essential part of WWE in the past years. Yeah. That it's becoming difficult to replace him. Like he's irreplaceable. So, yeah. how do you replace something like him? You kind of have to chip at him a little bit. Make him seem like he's just a wrestler, just human, and then it's easier to manipulate and move wrestlers around. And now, okay, now we've replaced the Undertaker.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's kind of like telling Babe Ruth to sit down.
1: Yeah, it's not gonna happen.
0: Yeah,
1: it's like yeah, it's like it's like uh, like the Miami Heat replacing LeBron James.
0: Correction, it's like the Bulls with Michael Jordan. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't even get me started with that one. That's fired. (laughs) Don't ever get me started with that one. He's bigger, stronger. I don't care about the championships. He would follow Michael Michael Jackson, uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, but in that (laughs) case, Michael Jordan's not even the best of all time, so there goes that argument.
0: Michael Jordan never uh, got swept in the finals. He never went to game seven. Just throwing it out there.
1: He also played with like seven Hall of Famers his whole career. But.
0: He did it on his back. Um.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it, it it's some may, maybe it's something like that where like they kind of do have to not chip down at his name, but you know like make him seem like he's human to try to replace him. Maybe that's why they can't replace him because yeah. there is as good as him.
0: Or maybe they're trying to bring more viewers to the WWE Network. Only nine ninety nine a month. Not a sponsor.
1: Right, we're gonna have to send an email because it's all free like publicity stuff. Right.
0: Hey. <laughs> Me and Big Don did a uh baseball podcast and uh the guy that we did it with is the uh g- assistant general manager of the Brooklyn Cyclones. He's on a speaking relationship with Stephanie McMahon, so maybe he'll let her know that we're plugging the network. Woo! Right. <laughs> that would
1: be that that would be cool. Would
0: right. Be cool. So and, well, I guess we got to move on to your match Yeah, I'm going to
1: have to face Nia Jax. Like, if we interview Nia Jax, I mean, I have to sit in front of Nia Jax and actually talk shit about her, like, in real life.
0: Hey, she's Who not like most crazy? girls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she going to come out here and be like, oh, yeah? I'm going to put you through the windows see How you feel? Oh,
0: my God. It's like easy, Rock Jr. <laughs> I'll take a bump. I ain't scared of it. Right. <laughs> so, what
1: well, was a uh, uh, killer cross and then uh, NXT Women's Championship, right? Yeah. yeah,
0: your match of the night.
1: Yeah, to me, it was a match of the night. I think I, it wasn't a spectacular match, but it had some pretty good spots in it. It, it, it was smooth, and, and EO was now a champion. I'm happy
0: to see EO as champion. I am too. I am too.
1: It's not who I wanted, but I'm happy to see that it's not Charlotte. It's yeah, more, I think to me is more important.
0: A thousand percent, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's not Charlotte. Wasn't doing bad with it. It's just she's out of place there. Like I, I get right. it, whatever. But you, like, supposedly they owed her something. I don't know what they owe her because she's a-
0: you know her shit. <laughs> yeah, she's,
1: she's a player. She's gonna get it anyway. So, <sighs> um. Take the belt away from her, let her go. Do whatever she's gonna do, smack down a rod, you know, like keep her in between, let her wrestle men. Whatever they're gonna do with her, just do it. Right. Just the NXT belt away from her is what I wanted.
0: And mission accomplished.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, the, the spa spot with uh EO on the roof jumping oh yeah. Jumping off, that was it was a good match. It was a good solid match. Right. Yeah.
0: But I'm going to throw this out here about the entire show, and I think what really was the biggest highlight was the return of Todd Pettengill. What are you talking about right now? You don't know who Todd Pettengill is? and you call yourself a wrestling fan? God. He was like... I
1: I don't know his name, maybe. He
0: was the guy that was doing all the plugs for the T-shirts during the show. Oh, okay, I know who it is. Yeah. (laughs) Mr. Like I'm in the crowd interviewing people and getting like coke thrown on me during WrestleMania and I know exactly who it is. I just don't know him by name. Right? <laughs> All right, fair enough.
1: <laughs> I know exactly who it is. I don't know him by name. Either.
0: Come on, I'm I'm the young one here, aren't you? Like the old veteran. I ain't that much of a veteran. I'm still in my thirties. <laughs> but. All right, so I mean, we kind of move in out of that pay per view, and there's another big one coming up with uh, Backlash. I mean, the greatest match of all time. Yeah, right. Sure, going to happen. We'll see. We'll see. we'll see. Yeah, whatever. No, it's not going to happen. And I want to
1: watch. Like I, I want to watch it, but I, I just think it's dumb that they're naming it that.
0: Right, and it's all about promotion, which you can't really promote to nobody.
1: But can we talk about the whole Strowman-Morris, like, what's up with that? Come on, really? That's dumb. Oh, the
0: handicap match? That's so stupid. What you is kn- going Like, are they running out of ideas or something? Like, who's creative? Well, you got to think about it this way, too. They're still running with, like, half staff, so they don't have everybody.
1: Don't give me that, voice. There are plenty of Orlando wrestlers I would love to. Well, yeah, but a match with Braun Strowman.
0: Not at a pay per view. You're right. All I right. mean, yeah. you have technically one of the better champions on paper with the Miz and Morrison, who I mean isn't anything to show like shy at. Yeah. I but they're a tag team. They should be going for the tag team belts, which is not on this card.
1: Why is it not on this card?
0: I don't know. I mean, it could happen. Like
1: The – oh, someone uh, – who what, what's his name? I don't really want to bring that up. Um, said some real stupid shit the other day, and he's getting ripped up about it, so maybe that's why.
0: No. Um, what's
1: his name from Forgotten Sons?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Striker. What's his first name? Ryan? No. I, I can't remember. Yeah. yeah.
1: That guy. Said so something real fucked up and maybe that's why they're like, okay. Everyone's on pause for tag team. No tag team match.
0: Well, his own sister came out on Twitter against him and like called him out and I guess good. put him in his place. So, good on her. Good,
1: yeah.
0: But I know the Raw champion, tag team champion's championship excuse me is going to be put on the line because that viking raider street Profit thing is coming to an end finally
1: so there is a tag team match then
0: right just not the smackdown
1: oh okay okay yeah oh. so like street profits and, and vikings are actually gonna have a wrestling match this time
0: yeah i think it's gonna be on the on the pre-show like they've been doing the last couple pay-per-views because tag teams don't get much love anymore so
1: they got plenty of love in AEW.
0: Jackson Riker, not Stryker. Stryker. Yeah. Riker. That's yeah. what his name is. Sorry. It just popped in my head.
1: <laughs> uh, I had Street Profit. Do you think they're handing off the belt? What do you
0: think? You know, the. Oops, shit. Let just bumped my table. Uh, the Viking Raiders had it for so long. And the Street Profits are kind of like the fresh face on the scene and kind of like the fun. We I like s- Yeah. I think they keep it. I love it. And I'm even on like CBS's website, who I usually go to for the like the, the cards because they give predictions. Are they any good? Yeah. They're usually pretty spot on, and they're actually predicting the Profits to get their first actual win over the Viking Raiders.
1: There you go. All right. Good. So –
0: but then they go right into the next match, which I don't know if it's going to be mid card or even part of the main event with say, Seth Rollins and Aleister Black.
1: Oh, I want to watch that.
0: Yeah, that's on the pre-show. That's what they're speculating right now, but I doubt it because it's kind of a nothing match. It's just a it's just a rivalry that's coming to a head. Hey, hey look, look,
1: anything with Aleister Black is not nothing, okay?
0: Well, you know what I mean. It's not like a title match. It's not like anything on the line type of thing. Yeah. Fighting fighting for the voice of Rey Mysterio.
1: Yeah, it's true. Yeah.
0: But they're not actually picking this match yet.
1: I'm gonna pick Alistair Black.
0: Oh, I will all day long.
1: No, actually. No, I'm going to pick Seth Rollins because they're they're building the Rey Mysterio, Seth Rollins, so they're going to give Seth Rollins a win.
0: It
1: It won't be a squash match, but I think Seth Rollins will win.
0: I can see that happening, especially with Murphy and Austin Theory there. It's probably going to go that way.
1: Yeah, yeah, you have to build. I mean, you don't have to build Seth Rollins, but whatever. Right. You know what I mean. You have to build like the feud.
0: Well, then there's the second feud match. With Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. Yeah. I didn't I'm kind of like still a little pissed at the way WWE did that whole thing a couple of weeks ago on SmackDown.
1: Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty But it's kinda like true. You know what I'm saying? Like it's uh it's like a real thing. Like that's
0: if you're drugged up and you're all banged up, that could happen in real life. <laughs> you know? well, right, I get it, but <laughs> the fact that he's just coming off of, of these drunk driving charges, he's healthy, rough. he's sober.
1: Rough.
0: Yeah, it was a rough.
1: It was a rough, rough, rough watch.
0: Yeah, and then the fact that his own brother, who's no longer on WWE, took to Twitter the moment after it happened and destroyed that whole angle calling it bullshit and whatnot. I'm just like, good for you. Thank God somebody's speaking out against this because Vince sometimes takes things too far. Yeah. And this was one of those times.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's true. It was too much. It was too much. Like Jeff Hardy has been been through enough and he's come back from enough where like he – I don't – I really hope it's not that Vince just wants to disrespect him at this point. Right. I I really hope – hope that it, that's not what it is because you talk tag teams in the history of WWE and the Jeff Hardys are, in are, are in the conversation. Are they what? the best of all time? But they're, I don't know. I don't know about all that, but they're definitely in the conversation. Right. So like they've given your company enough. And on top of that, when broken, my hearty he became a thing and he did it by himself. Yeah. And you know, and they, uh, the, 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 uh, Nero, uh, Nero, Jeff Hardy, like yeah. they did that on their own. That wasn't you, Vince. Like they are the Hardy Boys without you. Exactly. So it's like, uh, like, um, like Devon. Um, not Devon. Um, Bubba.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, like Bubba's bully. Like, yeah. right? That's him. That's not you, Vince. So I exactly. hope it's not Vince being just a piece of shit. That's what I, That's what I'm hoping for.
0: Well, I kind of look at it this way. They talk about Jeff so much, not by name, but they talk about him on AEW. Maybe he's going to jump ship and just go be with his brother again.
1: I I think, yeah, eventually we'll see it. I, the, I think the only reason why we might not see it is because maybe Jeff Hardy just – maybe he's just done – that's it. Maybe this is just Matt Hardy. He wants to go over there for a little while, and it's like one of those things where like eventually Matt Hardy will go into the Sunset. Yeah. i Sunset and retire and we, we won't see him anymore. And I think Jeff Hardy the same. Yeah. I, I not that I, I not that I wouldn't watch him, I just wouldn't want him to seriously get hurt against like the younger guys in AEW. Exactly. You know, like that's yeah. at, at this point it's more about that. It's like you've done your time, you you had your prime, you've reinvented yourself, mm-hmm. you're back. Like, all right, let's do one more feud or, like, if you want to go one more push, you know, maybe give them, like, if you want to give them a belt, like, give them the Intercontinental Championship or maybe give them the Heavyweight Championship. I don't know. Who cares? We'll um, see. Yeah. But just don't, you know, don't push it too far.
0: Right. But those are going to be interesting matchups for sure. But the one that I'm not really looking forward to because of one team in this match the triple threat for the women's tag team championship that was just announced today. Between Bailey and Sasha, Nikki and Alex, Alexa, and then the Iconics. What
1: do you think? By the way, you said the Iconics.
0: I'm guessing. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> They need to go back to the Australian side show, side show circus they came from.
1: As the but they're 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 going to win the
0: belt. Oh God! If they do, I'm done. I'm not watching SmackDown. I'm not watching whenever their section sexu- or part of the show comes on. I'm done. So, but why why do you hate them so much? <laughs> it's like listening to nails on a chalkboard in motion.
1: Done. Okay. All right. <laughs>
0: Point proof point proof Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't hate them. I don't I don't like them, but I don't hate them. They're bad I performers. Don't.
1: Alexa Bliss again. Well, Alexa's okay. Bailey and Sasha are really I mean Charlotte goes over, takes the belt from Bailey, Bailey and Sasha now tie team champions. Nah. There, I just gave you the next three months of WWE.
0: Next. Back to WCW and AEW. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, like, all right, you're getting, like, one thing is to have a bad show and thing is to, like, maybe if you know a little bit about wrestling, you can kind of predict it. Another thing is for me to sit here and be like, okay, so what's about to happen? Charlotte's going to come back. She's going to take the, the belt from Bayley. And then um, – uh, Bailey and Sasha will be tag team champions for, like, the next six months or five months, whatever you want to say. And then Charlotte will be the champion for the next five or six months. And then does that mean WrestleMania is coming around and she's going to be champion? Maybe. Oh, there you go. All right. So I just gave you the next six months of, you know, like… Uh, Come on, well, bro, throw a curveball in there. Dude, give, give me something to run with.
0: Right, and that's <laughs> that's the funny thing too because the last time we did a show, we were doing predictions for the AEW pay-per-view for Double or Nothing. Yeah, yeah, and it's true. It's, it's funny because the way you and Tony picked was like how you guys would pick for WWE. I went with the other way and kind of like the fan perspective and I found out that AEW goes with the fans a little bit more than the WWE does. Because the last prediction show that I did with Tony, he got almost all of them right except for the latter, or the money in the bank match because who fucking saw that coming? Uh, um, and <laughs> I then, can tell you one person
1: that saw that coming. Otis? No, Vince.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's two. Um, but the fact that I, the way I made my picks, I was like, this is what I want to see, and it actually happened. So – I think AEW is on a, on a good path that way, and the WWE needs to take heed because they finally figured out they have wrestlers on the side that they could use as crowd. Oh, wait, somebody's already doing that. Guess who?
1: Yeah, I, I think, like, let's not get to... Look, what's going on in the world is it, it, it's a problem, mm-hmm. right? But let's not get to political and too you know like out there yeah and let's stick to wrestling a little bit and i'm not saying they don't have they can't have an opinion that's not that's not what i'm saying Mm -hmm. that's what they're there for they're there because they have a platform to give their opinion and to push boundaries and give people opinions and stuff like that that's what they're there for yeah they've earned the respect and they've done their time and they've put in the work to get to that platform so if you're on any sort of a platform open your damn mouth and talk yeah because you're there and you have the freedom to do so damn it exactly so but at the same time i want to enjoy the product
0: yeah i'm saying exactly and you can do both right but unfortunately uh we're gonna have to speed this up a little bit because i just looked at the time and I'm gonna. I'm getting a little short, man. All right. Um, I just had a little bit of a issue come across the phone, so we'll cover the last couple matches pretty quick, and uh, I think that's all we're gonna have. So you cool with that? Yeah, bro. All right. So quickly glance over the Edge versus Randy Orton greatest match of all time.
1: (laughs) I hope Edge wins, but yeah is probably
0: gonna win, but we'll see. I don't know. It might be Edge's Swan song, you know.
1: Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess if they're gonna do it like that. If Edge was like, all right, we'll be up against order now right into the sunset. Yeah. Whew, good for him.
0: Yeah. Or it could be the spawn or spawning of an RK rated RKO part two and they go after the titles. We'll see. Yeah?
1: We'll have to wait. It's this Sunday, right?
0: It is. Well, no, wait. What's this weekend? Yeah, the fourteenth.
1: Yeah, the Sunday.
0: And then going into a match with your favorite person and somebody we're gonna have to watch out for in future podcasts, Oscar versus Nia Jax for the title.
1: <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, I hope Oscar. I, whatever.
0: I think she might retain it, but I can also see them kind of pushing Nia for some reason.
1: You mean down our throats even though we don't really enjoy it yeah yep it's gonna be a bitter pill to swallow yep we're we're gonna have to whatever yeah look man maybe she has a great wrestling match on sunday and it's like oh my god she's turned her career around and she's amazing to watch but i just don't see it happening you know like whatever
0: Right. I mean, maybe she channels her in her grandfather or great uncle or whoever he is, Rocky Johnson, and be like delivers the people's elbow or something. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I just – I also think like, all right, let's – you already ran over Oscar once. Let's not do that again, please. Right. Let her be champion here like for
0: a little while. Like, she deserves it. Exactly. Even oh. though she really didn't win it, she was handed it, but it is what it is. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, you can't really. Pre- I mean, I guess you can't predict stuff like that, but <laughs> right, you can't really predict stuff like that.
0: Well, yeah, unless <laughs> it's planned, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> but I mean, we kind of covered the Universal Championship match with it being kind of a joke that it's a handicap match between the Miz and Morrison and Strowman
1: got yeah, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley.
0: Yeah, that's that's going to be an interesting one, I think.
1: Yeah, I I I don't. It, I hope it's like a builder upper. I, I I don't know what what what's the actual term for a match like that. Um, I don't know, but building block, yeah. Building block match, yeah. Where, um, like to continue the feud, I hope they don't give it to Lashley.
0: Well, I uh, kind of hope that. It's a building block for SummerSlam when they actually have fans back.
1: Yeah, and then let him do his thing there.
0: Right. Like, if he's
1: going to win it, let him win a SummerSlam in front of a crowd and
0: see how the crowd reacts. 100%, yes, because neither Drew or Braun have gotten their spotlight in front of all those fans yet, and both of them deserve it. Especially Drew. Especially Drew. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm looking – I'm very much looking forward to the day that he steps – you know, his music hits and he comes out as a, ch- as a champion and we'll see how the crowd reacts. But I'm almost 99.9% sure that the crowd is going to absolutely erupt when he walks out.
0: Oh, without a doubt.
1: He's been awesome. He has been the golden boy of the main card and during COVID. Right. at least.
0: so For sure. I don't know, man. We'll see this Sunday, though. I hope they don't screw this up.
1: Well, they screwed up NXT TakeOver, so...
0: Right, but okay. <laughs> so different we'll different show, different rules, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. And, by, I hope, and Backlash, historically, I have, I've always had some pretty good pay-per-views, too. Yes. So, hopefully, they they, they really bring it this time.
0: Definitely. Because worth- Double or Nothing
1: brought it w or yeah. nothing brought it, and they, they brought it big time. So They did. And it was ahead of a pay-per-view. Yes. Ahead of a watch. It was very fun to watch. The stadium stampede was, whoo, they hit that right on the spot with that match. And that right. was so fun to watch.
0: It was, man. That bar scene between uh, Hangman and, and
1: uh, uh, Jack.
0: Yeah. With uh, Kenny Omega thrown in there, too.
1: Yeah. It was um it was so fun and then uh was it Nick is it Nick Jackson the whole one hundred yards of uh, suplex or what
0: Oh man that was phenomenal that was so good
1: that was so funny uh, and then they cut they go somewhere else and then right? they go back to them and they're still like the five <laughs> no you shot! know it's
0: like you know like he like did a couple of them they ran ten yards did a couple more ran ten more yards. And then uh, um, the Hardy, the Hardy thing under the under the water, which Jericho
1: took some heat for that. By the way, they took some pretty bad heat for that. Which yeah, I they did. Um, and rightfully so, they did take some heat. Rightfully so. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was funny at the time. I didn't really like it. In my mind, I, I didn't think about it. But it was right. it was funny. I, I thought it was really funny. It was fun to watch.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was kind of not saying this in a bad way. It was kind of the last thing on my mind when that happened. Like. Yeah. It's like this is a fun concept, but then like when the whole tweet came out from um his former tag partner, I was like, Ooh, yeah, I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was kinda like, ooh, yeah. But at, at, at the moment of the match and I, I but that's the, the the business does go on and, and they, they probably could have done something else. Um, but I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, oh sure. The, the the match was great. I, I loved it.
0: Yeah, the Lance
1: Archer wasn't a bad one either. It was it was a good pay per view. So Backlash, they have to bring it. Whatever they're gonna do, they better do it good.
0: Well, there's no scripted matches on this card, so it's all gonna be live action. All right, there you go. So, but until next time, I think we will come back next week with a post show on what happens here at Backlash, yeah. and. As always, find us at Twitter on Twitter. Excuse me, not at Twitter. At Game On Podcast and on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. You know where to find us. Yep. So until next week, Carlos.
1: Hell oh, yeah! Let's do it.
0: All right, See you, bro. See you Game On. One. You too.